Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the m m movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture. All right, welcome back to another episode of Movers of the Culture. I got a special guest here with us, you guys. You guys see him now, but we're going to get right back into it after this, you guys. From the quality to the turnaround to the pricing to the discounts and all of the free items you get when you order with Kila Design Studio, there's no reason to shop anywhere else. That's the only place I get my customized t-shirts from, for my company, for all of my artwork, holiday items. There's no other place that I'm rocking with. Make sure you guys go check them out. I'm rocking with it. Welcome back to another episode of Movers of the Culture. As I stated, I do have a special guest here with us today, DJ Ray Black. What's man, going look, on? Hey, it's going amazing, man. I'm going to jump into this into this uh, introduction. He doesn't need one, but he's definitely going to get one here on this show, Movers of the Culture, because he is a mover of the culture, so we're only going to do it right. Uh, bear with me. It's a little wordy, so let's see here. Uh, he's a DJ, music producer, digital, uh, digital music instructor, and to say the least, uh, a gatekeeper in the music industry. Uh, he's worked with some of the world's most known artists, such as Lil Uzi Vert. Yes, I said Lil Uzi Vert. And also on the whole other side of the spectrum, he's also worked with Dave East as well. Um, if you think uh, you can rap, he's out here challenging you. He's saying, uh, do, you, do you really got bars? He's, that's, that's what he's asking everyone who says they do music and got bars. Um, he puts on a major show when it comes to his IG as well. Uh, he's helping the community in every way that he can. If you guys don't know who I'm speaking about or speaking on, it is an honor to introduce you all to the one and only DJ Ray Black, man. Welcome Good to evening. the show. Good evening. How you doing, man? Man, I'm, 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 I'm blessed. Man, I'm blessed to have this opportunity you know, to share your story and you know share some of your wisdom and advice with the people that's out there that's going to be watching this, man, and, and with myself as well. So we're going to jump right into it. You know, Give us a little background details on you know where you're from uh, and, and how you got into music. All right, cool. So uh, like you said, my name is DJ Ray Black. I'm a DJ, producer, songwriter, uh, music educator. I am from New York. Uh, Queens, New York, to be exact. I grew up. I grew up in uh, Briarwood, the Briarwood area of Queens, and then in 1998, I moved to the most iconic Queens Bridge Projects, where I spent 20 years there. And while I was there, I was introduced to to music in all facets, from rap, dance, uh, DJing, um, graffiti, just like the just just rap culture. Period. The pure elements, the pure yeah, elements yeah, of hip hop. You got it yeah. all. Yeah, education and all that. And um, in high school, I took it upon myself to to start dabbling in it. I had some friends that were freestyling in the hallways. I had some friends that were DJing. So I just said, you know what? Let me just jump in and see if this is for me. Uh, my biggest inspiration was 50 Cent during that time. It was like 2002, <laughs> yeah. 2005. And uh, what really got me into to, to doing it was um, he had did an interview with MTV2, and he explained his formula on how he came up with, with songs and hooks. And um, I was like, oh, shit, I think I could do that. And from there, I just just I just I kept going. I kept going. And, uh, you know, it became it turned into a 15-year career. 
Word. And, and and not just to jump over some of the history, but you know, you're in the in the state where hip hop was, you know, hip hop started. So you and you're inside of the, you know, you're not on the outskirts of New York. You're you're in the middle of it. You're yeah. you're getting it all direct. So mm-hmm. what was that like to, you know, before we got to 50 Cent, what was it like to get the you know, that inspiration to hear the music being played, to see people outside, you know, how was that experience in uh, of true hip hop? Like, man, the experience was crazy. Cause like before, like, you know, everybody now has iPods and listening to music and the headphones, but in the, in the late nineties, early two thousands, everything was being played in, in, in boom boxes. Like, you know, <laughs> people had their big speakers out there and I was, I was listening to, to Styles P, the locks, Eminem, uh, Ludacris, like there, there, there'll be times where I would just go outside and someone would just have to speak out there and they planted the newest album that came out there, there, during that time. And it was, it was, it was a great experience to, to just soak it all in like DMX, Jay-Z, Nas, you name it. Like anything that was, that was popping in the hit in, in the hip hop industry and in the genre, I got to hear it. Uh, it was, it was, it was definitely a, um, an amazing time. Where And then, you know, from, from becoming, you know, from when you started out from just listening to it, you know, taking in the culture, getting the history, I'm pretty sure, you know, you were getting all of the history as well. What made you, you know, and what was that transition you were like, um, besides seeing people in the hallways and, you know, mm-hmm. what was that one moment where you were like, yeah, this, this, this is for me and this is something I could definitely do long term? I, I think the first time I said I think I could do it is um when I was pursuing rap and I had wrote like a 16 bar verse about my neighborhood and I had like a little crew we used to we used to call ourselves Hood Squad and there's like oh, six what? of us and um I had like I was like the person that would pick all the beats and like yo I think we should do it like this like I always had like a producer mindset from the beginning so yeah. like um so uh I had spit a verse and everybody's mouth was open like yo that was hard and I'm like you know I think I can do this for real for real and I just kept Word. doing it. Word. So so you started out rapping and then transition into you know behind the scenes and mm-hmm. putting people before you so mm-hmm. what what made what made you do that switch was it more of a passion or it was something you saw would be like i wanted to learn see more success for you okay gotcha yeah so i wanted to learn so like when i first when i first got into the the music industry I'm not gonna lie. I got into self. I got, I got into it for selfish purposes. I wanted to make money. Like I, I was. I was good. I was talented. I felt like I was good. But I wanted as to make most money. of us do. We, yeah. yeah, we want to make money for you know something that we're good at and passionate about for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, I was, I was moving around trying to um, trying to shop my stuff. I, I trying to get a deal, and I didn't really get a record deal up front. I had got a uh, a writer's deal first. So the first deal I had got was uh, with was with um with um. Akon's music label, uh, Convict Music, and right. I was songwriting there, and that's why that's why I got into doing more behind the scenes stuff, learning how songs are made, learning how learning how beats get get picked up, learning how to pitch songs, learning how to create beats. I also was around. Uh, I interned for this guy named Ty Fife, and he made the he he made the beat uh, Rump Shaker with with Pharrell, and he also made the beat uh, Straight to the Bank for Fifty Cent. So during that time, I was just moving around, learning everything, and just. I'm like, you know, I, I I could probably be behind the scenes too. So that that's that that that's what kind of like pivoted me back into into being behind the scenes. Behind the scenes work. And and to speak on that, because that's that's not something, you know, just to, <laughs> to glaze over. You you were over there writing with Akon. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a writer himself, and the things that he that he did with you know his music group it, is is out of here. So, what was that experience like to be working with you know? And and how long had you been you know writing music up until this point? All right, so I was already I was writing music for about four or five years, and um, okay. I never really got I never got to meet Akon directly. I was always in the I was always in the studio with his writers and his producer team. So like, but because like we were, we were like, like in like, they call it the sweatshop. So like when you're, yeah. when you're, like when you're in these places, you're cranking out songs, you're making so, beats and like, you're just really trying to get it, get it there. So like, I never really got to, to see Akon, but I was under the imprint for about a year and a half. And I learned a lot over there. Mm-hmm. Word, nah, I mean, definitely can't take anything away from being over there. I mean, whether, whether you were able to see him directly, your presence in that building and in that company was, I'm pretty sure was, was definitely felt. It was definitely felt. It was felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For it sure. Felt. Not big congrats. And then, and then working with Ty Five, um, that's his name, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what, what was that? What was that experience like to, did you, did you, was it similar to the same? Did you get to work with Pharrell directly or, or not, and what was that experience like? So, so this experience is completely different because I, I got to see artists being broke. So I, I got to see um, Nikki's earlier work. I got to see French Montana's earlier work. Um, and there was a, another guy by the name of Lucky Don. He was always at the studio. So I was, I was there when vocals was getting cut. I was there when beats were getting made. I was there when ideas were being thrown around, just hanging out, eating food and shit. Just like, just, just seeing, just seeing what they don't show you in, in the documentaries and like on TV and stuff like that. That's what I got yeah. to see. And that was really dope. Word. Nah, man, that's, it's to, a lot of people would die to be a fly on the wall in some of these sessions and some of these events and to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, to actually live through it and experience it, man, that's something, that's definitely, something definitely to be uh, saluted. I mean, not only were you there, but you were putting in the work and holding your own. So, mm-hmm. man, that's that's something that's something special. So, so going from working with them, working with the labels, uh, just as a writer, and I'm pretty sure helping with the producing as well. What was the transition after that? Uh, did you go and do your own thing, or yeah? What was- so the next thing, so I was, so I started young. So I st- I started songwriting at 18, and I went out on my own at 22 so i was there for like about four years um akon insight like that was like that was like it's like a four-year run then from there um i had bought my own studio equipment and i started recording music and then i had got an offer from capital records capital records that like sent sent me a contract they spoke to my parents they're like yo you're gonna be the next guy we're gonna put you on tour this and that and the unfortunately the the contract dissolved so from from there um, I got like really, really depressed. Like I was in a dark place for a long time. Cause like, I thought that was my big break. Like I had worked so hard that I was, I was in the studio with all these people. And, and finally I was getting, um, the recognition for my own work. But when it got dissolved, I just kind of like, just got upset. So from there I decided, um, I'm going to learn the music business. I'm going to learn everything I need to learn about the music business. So I don't have to worry or rely. I, I was, I would say on a, a, a label. So I took okay two years to to read every book i went to every conference <laughs> i talked to every manager that i could find i tried to get as much information i could to uh to to be a um an independent producer and artist yeah. and business owner at the and end of the day you yep. know can, can mm-hmm. to be able to control your own destiny where you don't have to 
go to someone and, and, and be waiting for their approval, a yes or a no. So, I mean, yeah. that's super special because I, I went through something similar to that as well. Uh, and those that time was like, oh, man, like what I'm, what I'm about to do now. Like, I'm done mm-hmm. with this. You just take a hiatus or do you continue to plan? So to be able to see to, to know that you continue to push through and hey, and you're, and you're doing your own thing now. So now at this moment. What what are we focusing on? I know I saw music, uh, uh, digital teaching as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What are what are you working on now? So right now I'm really focusing on education, public speaking, and I'm also in a uh, in a, in the midst of rebranding. So so you guys are lucky. This is this is the the, the last interview as me being under the name Ray Black. So I'm I'm gonna. Yeah, so I'm going. I'm going from creating a persona to to creating a legacy now. So before, like you know, everybody has they change their names and stuff like that. So, um, so I'm <laughs> changing. Did it many times. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna. So I'm gonna be using my um my my actual government name. So like my first name is Rayvon, and then my um my middle name is Levi. So I'm cutting out the Ray, and I'm keeping Levi. So it's gonna be Levon Levi. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be po- posting that and making a, an announcement later on this year, and I'm gonna be moving towards that and Vaughn Levi is going to be the everything that Ray Vaughn that, that Ray Vaughn Ray Black learned in that time where he was songwriting producing and running around trying to trying to get on so I'm going to be um, focused on music education um, uh, create a, a ownership being as creative as you can and just making the best possible music that I can that I love you know what I mean instead of making music for, for other people hey man that's that step in life, just period, whether it's personal or it's a career, that's the that's a special moment that a lot of people don't get to. So to be able to see it in your face and and hear it, yo, man, it's big salute to that, man, and keep going because that's you have to rebrand yourself. You have to. It's not and 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 it's not in a negative way because you like didn't have another option. You can continue doing, you know, DJ Ray Black, but to be able to level up and to uh, recognize that it's time to level up, it's, it's super special. I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you that I used to be bald and that this product magically brought my hairline and my hair back. It's not one of those commercials. This is a commercial for Lady K Growth Promote. Man, it works, it's all natural. It's done in-house, black-owned company with a hair stylist. It has more than 10 plus years under her belt. She takes it serious and it definitely works and it feels amazing. People tend to get complacent in, 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 in the area that they are because they feel like they're thriving, but you have to continue to push yourself. You have to. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this, this next section of the show is a little less, uh, little less serious. Explain mm-hmm. those pictures. I got a couple pictures here. I'm going to show them to you and you just give us some you know, background details of what's going on. All right, cool. Put me on. All right. So the first one is this one. All right. All right, cool. So this was a legendary uh, event, and it was one of one of the first festivals that I was part of. It's called the Queens Hip Hop Festival, and right. I was the the headline DJ as well as the host for the beat battle there. And we were able to get. Um, Funk Flex to be on one of our to be a keynote speaker at one of the uh, this one of the conferences there that we had like one of the open open talks like a TED talk you know, yeah you know. that's that's big yeah, Flex yeah. <laughs> Flex came through so uh, yeah all like the, that that picture is me and the team that uh, collectively put the event together 
And, you know, we, we all had our shirts on, but I wanted to stand out, so I wore my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that's, that's right. the right there. Mm-hmm. Word, nothing wrong with that. You definitely got to stand out from the crowd, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. The next question, I mean, next picture is, let's see here. All right. Yeah. So this is this is a different one. All right. So this is a uh, this is me in South Carolina. I had went on a small uh, uh what we, how do we say that like like a a one stop tour with the with with the artist that I'm working with, Jam Young, and that was we had just got finished doing a video shoot for one of his videos that like one of his songs, and we had wrapped up. It was about like ten o'clock at night. It's crazy because like during that time. We were like in a house where like the the dude that was filming filming the video, we had a dog, and I had like went out like I had went out of the like this went out of the the back door like to go smoke a cigarette and shit, and his dog flew out of the <laughs> flew out, so like I had went to go get him, and like at like after that picture, I was like hella tired, so like that like that was just me, like, <laughs> just, just over it, you know what I mean? So was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so the next uh, next section is another, you know, more light se- uh, section of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like either or or a question. Um, so the first one is best festival in New York to attend, or best festival that you've uh, that you've been a part of. All right. So I'm going to plug two. Uh, the best festival if you're if you're into hip hop, I would definitely say the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. It's a three day festival where it is hip-hop acts from from local all the way up to 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 a-list artists like most deaf common even jay-z was there uh 2017 so that's that that's a great one yeah it's uh from friday to friday to sunday and they have a bunch of vendors out there in the streets of brooklyn you can go to the concerts you can meet a bunch of people mingle just listen to music just just really just just soak up all the hip-hop culture and then the next one i would suggest is uh electric zoo so like if you're into like edm and like high-paced pop music that's definitely the spot like it's it's, it's really dope they they have it in this um the stadium called icon stadium and it'd be packed like it's like at least what? two thousand people in there man they, <laughs> they got the lights going they got the big tvs <laughs> and the smoke and shit it's wild like it's it's a big it's a party like they, they throwing like water guns in the crowd and they <laughs> oh, man, yeah. it's great a, it's great yeah it's a big party where they partying Mm-hmm. Right. All right. And the second question is one thing that you can't live without. One thing that I can't live without. One thing I can't live without nowadays is sparkling water. I love that shit, man. So I love sparkling water. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's what what is it about sparkling water? I'm pretty sure I know what, what it is, and I don't think it's that good. So <laughs> sparkling water is good. I, I think sparkling water is good because it, it it gives you the uh it gives you the elements of soda. And it's still healthy without being without being so without being without being soda. And then they have different fruit flavors. So I'm 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 on uh the the, the pina um uh water now. So it's coconut and and uh pineapple together. It's dope. I fuck with it hard. I love it. Well, I might have to try a couple different ones because some people tried to put me onto them. And I was like, mm, nah. I'm not gonna lie. Some of them sound. Some of them taste like like gym water. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's yeah, yeah. So what, I totally what a little fizz on your tongue. <laughs> yeah. So like, you definitely have to go through a couple of brands to see what you like, and then once you find a brand you like, you you you'll stick with it. You'll stick with it for, for sure. sure. For sure. For sure. Now, um, with everything going on, you know the Corona, yeah. It's shutting down a, a lot of a lot of work for DJs, people in the entertainment world. Period. 
what has this uh what has this period been like for you have has it been more of a you know sit back and planning and you know of course you've been rebranding but mm -hmm. was that a a thought before this happened or you know while this happened and what else have you been you know working on well the rebrand actually be it, it was a thought um after coronavirus because okay. like like you said things were things have got have shut down and being in being in new york uh is, is very fast paced so you don't have a lot of time to think you know what i mean so like during this time i was just looking at how how social media works and how people really react to different content and the great thing about coronavirus that you know besides I, there's no really great thing about coronavirus but one thing but one thing i did learn about coronavirus for entertainers it brought everybody on the same level so like a lot of the people that you were you weren't able to reach out to now you can you can see them on their live feed you can go to their only fans you can talk to them on facebook live or whatever whatever platform that they're using like you know even clubhouse like that, that, that that's the new thing now um you can you can talk to these celebrities on at least um uh, conversation level. I mean, not, maybe not eye level, but conversation level. For sure, they're definitely a lot more accessible. Right, and then I'm starting to see that not every not everybody is winning. Everybody's just trying to figure it out. So during my time of the coronavirus, I've been doubling down on teaching. I've been Zoom teaching, tutoring, mentor mentoring on Zoom, and just really figuring out what my next move is for the next year, the next two years. Because like when I was in being in New York. You just moving around like what's the next gig? How, how do I get some money? Like oh, this person needs this person needs beats. This person's going to the studio. How do I do this? How do I do that? So it, it was it was a, a good time to have some zen and really just be um, alone and be inside myself and just watch what everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? So like I definitely took some time and 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 learned more about social media and and media period. For sure. Definitely, definitely, it has been a a, a period where. It it it, it, sits, it set it set us all down for sure, and mm -hmm. what what you do with that time is 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 important. A lot of people, you know, I ain't, I'm not even gonna say a lot of people aren't using it to you know further themselves. I believe a lot of people are definitely using this time, you know, to whether rebrand themselves or or, or or um you know follow a passion that they had in the past mm -hmm. and actually live it out. So man, that's that's amazing to hear. Um, you spoke on it a little bit, the teaching aspect. How can people, you know, learn all of the keys and the wisdom that you have from being in the music industry, from uh, producing, from writing? Where can people go and how can people get, you know, participate? YouTube University, man. Um, this, this type of, this, uh, one Google search will open up the, the gates to whatever you want to learn, to be honest. Uh, if if you want to holler at me, you can you, you can actually tap into my DM and I, and I'll I'll set up a tutoring session and then we can figure out exactly what your what your wants are, what your needs are, and then we'll get you to that to that space. But if if not, there's the first thing to go. The first thing I would suggest is YouTube University and Google for sure. Word. So it's not like a a, a for sure structure. You're just giving out game to people who who ask and request it, and you're just giving it out to them in that manner. Mm hmm. Okay, got you, got you, man. That's even better to know that it's not even about the monetary value. You're just giving it just off of the strength. And, it's, yeah, and, it's for the people, man. Because, like, you know what? I, I, not, to, not to cut you off, but no, um, I, I asked every question. I tried to get it in every room, and I, I was told no several times. So I, I, I'm not going to pull the ladder down from, from where I'm at. I'm, I'm willing to, to, you know, reach out and help people 
when they ask the right questions. Don't ask no stupid shit like, yo, how could could you put you <laughs> could you put my song on your next mixtape? Song on the- <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just ask, ask ask real questions like, how how do I set up a Spotify account? Like, what what is publishing? Um, what what do it takes to 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 start an actual business? Um, what does it take to to start a studio? How much money do I need? Like those those type of questions. I'm willing to, I'm willing to answer those. For sure, nah, man. Big salute to that as well, man. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. So, so you've you've worked with celebrities, you've gotten deal opportunities. Uh, you're rebranding yourself right now in your company. What 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 is next for DJ Ray Black? But the new the new you. Okay, so what's next for DJ Ray Black is finishing up all the projects that I started as DJ Ray Black. Then I'm going to um, evolve and rebrand into, into Vaughn Levi, right? And then I'm going to start creating uh, online curriculum for for music production, uh, online curriculum for for DJing, online curriculum curriculum for music business, and I want to also get into motivational speaking, public speaking. And just just being uh, of service to the the music culture, like th- th- those are my, my main things. Well, nah, man, that's something we can all get behind, and definitely looking forward to it all. Before we go, and I let you out of here, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to you know share with the people? Give them any details about new projects or anything of that sort. Anything at all that we didn't touch on? Follow the Instagram page. Who is DJ Ray, Ray Black right now? There's going to be a lot of new surprises as Vaughn Levi. So remember this name, Vaughn Levi. That guy is a different, different, different being. You know what I mean? Ray Black did his thing. That's who I was. But who I am is Vaughn Levi. You know what I mean? So Levi. Watch out for that. Watch out, watch out for that boy. Boy. <laughs> and, hey, it's to, to wrap things up, I just want to say thank you on, on behalf of my company. Thank you. On uh, for me personally to be able to sit down with you and to you know pick at your brain about you know who you are as a person that way it gives people as well uh, some details and it allows them to appreciate you more because they don't just see you as an object or uh, you know put up on this type of pedestal without knowing the work and the effort that you put in to get to that point so I want to say thank you on behalf of all the artists all the DJs uh, that you've helped all the Everyone who you touched in a little bit and might have not given it back or thought about, you know, saying thank you. Thank you on behalf of them. Um, it's been a pleasure to sit down with you. We definitely have to do it again. Yes, so absolutely. I, okay, uh, <laughs> so I can meet the other, you know, Ray. Uh, Von Levi. Say, Von Levi. So I can meet <laughs> Von Levi and, and, you know, get put up on game from him and, you know, share his 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 beginning with the world as well. So mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you again um, no problem, for sitting man. down with me, man. We definitely have to do it again as well. And anytime you have any information or any news that you want to put out, definitely send it my way. Um, you don't have to even put a description in there. It could be a link, a song, anything that you have going on. And I'm going to post it on the website. The website goes live in December. So oh. I would definitely be anything, literally anything. And I mean that from the bottom in my heart anything that you have going on i want to share with the world uh more positivity from other people like yourself is definitely needed in this world and i want to say thank you so much for putting all the effort and positivity into the world that you're that you're doing and that you continue to do man stay strong uh keep your head up like i already know you're going to hey hey and i'm definitely looking forward to doing this again
Thank you so much, man. It's an honor to be to be uh, thought as a mover of the culture. That's dope. Hey, you definitely are. If if no one's ever told you that or told you yet or haven't told you enough, you definitely are a mover of the culture uh, and 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 a legend in its in its own way for sure. So uh, just continue doing what you're doing, man. Because people so are much, watching, man. including Thank myself. So. And Thank again, so this has been another episode of Movers of the Culture. You guys, hey, stay tuned. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much, King. All right, my dude. See you. See you. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the, movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture.